You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Back in the studio, Uncle Moss, how are you, brother? Yeah, good, bro. It was fucking... What a cracking day out there, eh? Lovely, mate. The wind's just picked up now, but today was wonderful. I can know if I got a little bit of colour from yesterday. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, now, nah, how was your day, bro? Slugging it uh, away out there? Pretty stressful day, actually. I fucking, I've been sweating it up, so I stink. Sorry, boys. But, um, yeah, really stressful day. I'm glad to be back in here. We've had a week off, so... Good to get back in the saddle. I was actually a bit nervous before we fucking turned that on because I was like, fuck, am I going to do this? Am I going to get this right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's me putting me fucking undies on of a morning. Bro. Mm. <laughs> Let's bring our uh, guest in today, Uncle Mossy. Well, today's guest, we've got uh, ex-boxer and now online personal trainer, Michael Upton. How are you, bro? I'm good, boys. How are you? Yeah, good. good. Yeah, mate. Good. Is that, is that uh, what, what you would call it? Online PT. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, People call it online personal training, yep. online coaching. Yep. Yeah, I just say online PT. Yeah, sweet. How long have you been doing that for? I would say about 12 months. So me and my partner, we went overseas for eight, nine months last year. Yeah. And about three, four months before that, I was like, I need some, like, earn some money while I'm over there. Mm-hmm. So I started trying to transition to online PT. Yeah, sweet. So yeah, I'd probably say 12 months, but the last three, four months is pretty much it went full in and yeah, yeah, it's just 10 times better. Uh, yeah. Did you have much guidance going into that or was it just something that you just decided, I'm going to have a crack at this? Not really. I Like I follow a few boys that do online PT. Yeah. So I started like watching what they do, blah, blah, blah. And then I reached out to another bloke and he helped me a little bit, but it was more, yeah, I just winged it. I winged it for the last probably 12 months. Yeah. And then about three months ago, I started, um, I invested in like a bloke over in the UK and to push all your, push all my stuff and yeah. help. Yeah. I've, I just went full time completely. So, right. Well, before we get too much into that, yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. Uh, <laughs> go a little, get a little bit backward there. Uh, tell us a, a bit about your upbringing, bro. Where are you from? Well, I kind of thought you were going to ask me all this. Um, <laughs> so, so dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. So pretty much, like I'm from Maitland, yep. but I would say more like I got brought up in Curricoe. Oh yeah. So I was born in Maitland, but then I brought up Curricoe till about year eight, mm-hmm. um, and then we moved to Tanuba, Tanuba Bay. Where the fuck's that? Tanuba Bay. Yeah. Don't you know where that is? Nah. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mossy, yeah. don't you know where that is? <laughs> Just tell Mossy where it is. I, I, I know, know where it is. You and I know where it is. It's like. Everyone says out Nelson Bay, but it's not. It's like you get to what Sold Ash, and then you like veer off. Well, I'd go left at that roundabout there. Yeah, yeah, and it's just out the middle of nowhere. That's one road in, one road out. Is there water there? Yeah, but it's just a lake. I guess. What, what would you call it? I'd call bay? it a bay, probably. Yeah, it's Williams Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Williamstown Firewater Runoff. Mm. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. So I was there till I was. It's funny because. Look back at it now, she's like, what the fuck are we doing? So 18 till about 21, mm-hmm. we stayed there like in our prime. And mm-hmm. then I met my missus when I was like 22, 23, and then we moved to Newcastle. I'd, the amount of time we come into town and mm. like Friday night, Saturday night, stay random people's places. Yep. And then we'd go home straight away. Instead of just staying in town, we'd go home straight away. And it's just, yeah. But yeah, that, that's where I was. And at 23, I moved to pretty much Newcastle. I've been here ever since. Yeah, right. You love Newcastle? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah, I'll probably never move away from here. Yeah, me either. Mossy and I, we're, we were from West of Sydney originally. Yeah. And uh, we've, we've got the same sort of conclusion, haven't we? We're not going anywhere. A little fucking gold back, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a few mates from Sydney and there's no way I'd... I, I like to go there and have, like, just to yeah. suss it for a weekend, but could never live there. It's too fucking crazy, man. It's the traffic and the fucking hectic, people. People don't say hello to each other. Like, it's just mm. too fucking crazy. They're just crazy. fucking rude. And when yeah, you're down like, there, you don't, like, you, when you, like, when we're going up down there, you don't realise how a fucking... That's just the norm kind of thing. Then yeah, when you cut, like yeah. move up here and then go back to it, you're like, "How the fuck did I ever live here?" <laughs> yeah, I, I look because being overseas, we meet a lot of people, and they go, "Oh, where are you from?" You say Sydney. No, like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh well, nah. Hang on, we're like north mm. of Sydney, mm. three hours. Yeah. And I always say, Newcastle's like the same as Sydney, but just on a much smaller scale. It's got yeah. everything else to offer, but you can actually go to the beach and not. I can touch someone yeah. half a metre away from you. You can get a park sometimes. Yeah, yeah, stuff, stuff. <laughs> It's getting worse, but... Well, you don't yeah. have to pay out the ass for it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I yes. say Newcastle's big enough to remain anonymous. So it's not like a small town where yeah, you go to Woolworths yeah. and fucking, oh, how's your arm, how's your leg? And it's small enough to still have that sort of community base like with yeah. the rugby club and you can still yeah. sort of you see people down the do. street and fucking yeah. everyone sort of knows each other sort of thing. Yeah, I... I won't ramble on with this, but I still remember going to Sydney and it cost me like, fuck, like $80 just in parking for like a day. Really? Just go, yeah, because we drove down there. I was young. We drove down there and my mate goes, oh, we'll go to this place. And then we had to pay $20 for parking and then we had to go to this place. Another $20. It ended up being 80 bucks, and then that dinner that night was $150. i am like, I'm not fucking going back to this place. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> So the boy from Curry Curry got into boxing. How'd you get into that, mate? Uh, what was age? Was were you a young fella? Yeah, no. I so it's a bit of a different like your stereotype. Like I don't know. I, I was actually listening to Rich's background and stuff, and I generally just come from like I was nineteen, I think. Oh, really? And I was actually thinking about this last night, and me and my mate watching. I think it was a movie called Ong Buck. Have you? Ever oh seen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was watching that, and then. Being young and dumb and just thinking, oh, yeah, I'll go out and we'll do some of this. And I still remember we went out the next day and then I started looking up all these different, like, MMA stuff. I'm not MMA, but, like, martial arts. Come across karate and I was like, that's boring. It's just pattern work. I'm like, I don't want to borrow that. Then I went into BJJ and I really enjoyed it, but I also, like, I didn't understand it. So mm. I thought, oh, well, when do you get up and actually punch, some punch someone? Like, <laughs> So I'd only about three, four months in that, and I really enjoyed it, but I just I just want to get up and hunt someone. Mm. And then, how did it come about? I somehow got in, it was actually one mate Gilbo that I was talking about oh, before. Yeah. He yeah. got in contact with a bloke that, say, I didn't know at the time, but he was like a, a fighter, like mm. this, blah, blah, blah. And I started training with him, and within like two, three months, I soon found out he wasn't a boxer. Oh, so I was very like green as they come, mm. and I was starting to touch him up a little bit. Him up. And I started going, "No, nah, this ain't fucking right," because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And then I went to toughen up. I started at toughen up. I was doing the boxer size classes. Yeah. And the chick come up and she goes, "Oh, have you got a boxing background?" Well, like, oh, not real. I've had a couple of months. Um, and then she just said, "Oh, look, I'm going to go ask like the owner at the time. I think it was Pete." Mm. To see if you want to fight And he come on And he goes Oh well I watch me And then he goes Oh do you want to fight I'm like well, Yeah that's why I'm here I'm not here to do Fucking boxer size And jump yeah. around like an idiot And Then he goes Right oh, you can go on next month I went Whoa 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 Hang on I don't even know what I'm doing yeah. And then 
I don't know. I can't remember what happened there. And then I ended up leaving there and then I had a fight with the other bloke, went back to the other bloke, had a fight with him. I think I lost. Um, and then I found out a bloke in Maitland and I went out there for shit five years maybe. Yeah. I'm just randomly guessing here. I can't really remember. It was too many hits to the head. Rough enough is good, <laughs> yeah. rough enough's good <laughs> enough, mate. Yeah. I think it was like yeah, four or five years. Um and he was just a wank. I didn't like him at all. It was actually, you know, like the Dryden boys. Yeah. I used mm-hmm. to train with them, with him, and they know he's just a complete cock. And we all left him. Yeah. Um, and then I went, the boy out there, black out at uh, Cessnock called Ben Crampton. Have you heard of him? Oh, yeah. He's got a gym down at Toronto now. Yeah, Crampton's. yeah, yeah. So he, like, he, he was a professional back yeah. in the day. He went, like, he fought. Oh, fuck, this is ringing my memory too. From UK, he... Like he fought a yeah. lot, of, lot of good guys. So I, I trained under him, under him for a while. I had two fights with him, mm. um, and then I went to a bloke from Central Coast, and that's pretty much me training from now. How many amateur fights did you have in total? Oh, you're bringing me memory again. Uh, roughly, I I just usually say fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, usually fifteen, um, and then I turned pro, which I shouldn't have. It was just the bloke that I was training with at the time. He just wanted money. Yeah. Um, because you get a percentage and yeah, I had how many pros did I have? I had nine pros. Yeah, what was your record there? Uh, for five and three. Five wins, three losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had... That's eight. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick maths. Uh, five and three and one draw. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sweet. So you, what you went to, you went in too early. You thought you were more amateur. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um... Uh, yeah, the dude was a dick, and he won't be listening to this, but he um he threw threw us in deep end straight away. Yeah, um went pro, but the dude he went to WA the the week of the fight, and he was over there. He wasn't even in the corner. It was actually the Dryden's boys, uh, Joe Jordan. He's oh man, he yeah. he was in the corner, and Darkham was in the corner. Yeah, right. So they were in the corner. I got a draw um, with a bloke. He's my mate now, but I sh- I should have flogged him. He knows I should have. Um, And then My second fight Actually got stopped In the third or fourth round Yep Um, And it was It was funny Because everyone was saying to me Don't fight him Don't fight him He's a big hitter Blah 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 I'm like no I'll be fine Um, I went up a weight And when he rocked up the way And I went Holy shit This dude like He's a big cunt (laughs) Yeah he, He can bang But I was still pretty like Because I've never been hurt In my life Like never been dropped Never been hurt And I was like I'll be fine And then in the third or fourth round Like I was touching him up Quite well And then third fourth round He hit me with his shot And because I've never been hit before Like that hard I just dropped like a bag of shit and went, what the fuck just happened? No, so I just tried to jump jump up. And when obviously when I jumped up, being rattled, I just went. Oh, yeah. And, um, Had the wobbly boot on. Yeah, yeah, because I've never been dropped yeah. like that. And then the corner come out, he goes, nah, nah, nah. Oh. Yeah. Do you think you were done or that was a fair call? Or I think it was a fair call. Yeah. If because not I'm then, n- you would have been done in the seconds after, you reckon? I think so, wobbly. yeah. Like it was the third round, if – Say if I've been hurt like that before, I could have composed myself a lot better. Yeah. But because I've never, I've just jumped up straight away. Like I didn't even touch the floor and I jumped straight back up. That initial yeah. shock of it too. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, so what was like, that? What just happened? And having an ego, I just went, like, fuck. Yeah. And you see them seasoned fighters, they, they weigh out the eight kilos. Yeah. Like, they get to their knee, they get up. They take suck them in, big boy. Yeah, suck them yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, like I've been hurt like last 
few fights and like I composed myself pretty well. Do you reckon, uh, do you still remember your first fight? Like uh, it's, it's a big difference going from sparring and shed and that and sparring at training and stuff and then you know everyone's around on the fight, whatever yeah. fight night and your mates are there and <laughs> fucking and then all of a sudden you're in the you're in the corner you're fucking you know you're under the lights and ding there it goes you're like fuck yeah Ooh, you remember 100%. yours i yeah i remember it was like yesterday in the amateur fight because <laughs> i still remember like i trained my ass off for it and was then, the fight in newy uh yeah it was at um i was just like at a panthers club i don't think it was a panthers at newy yeah i think it was like cardiff or something oh, yeah, right but um, it was a bloke that's had like six fights, six wins. But I just didn't know any better. But I was more, it was funny. Fuck, you got some shit people around you, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah it took me three trainers to get like a proper trainer. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I still remember this day, like I was more G'd up for the, like what was going to happen after the fight. Oh, yeah. The boys were like all there with me and I was all G'd up. I go, fuck, where are we going after this, blah, blah, mm. blah. And they're like, Right, think about the fight. Don't you're more excited about it than I. I'm like, yeah. Where, where are we going after I flogged this cunt? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and little did I know, the dude was a weapon. Like he had six fights, six wins for a reason. I still remember to this day. Like I'm mates with him now. We got in, started throwing, and he like he was all over me. Yeah. And the second round, um, he kept hitting me. He goes, mate, I'll stop hitting you if you stop hitting me. And just first fight, adrenaline, so. Fuck off and started wailing into me and yeah and then the third round my fate was completely busted up and then we hugged and blah and he goes I can't believe like because I was wearing a bin ten singlet I was wearing boardies <laughs> and just like joggers so you're not so you're an Aussie yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, like he had the proper attire and I just rocked up like I've just rocked up from Bali like yeah. it was sick it was, I still remember it. it was probably the I wouldn't say it's most memorable fight but. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It is a good fucking feeling. Oh, yeah, 100% it is. What, boxing? Mossy reckons he's done a bit of boxing. Yeah, I've had a couple of fights and that. <laughs> Fuck, you laughing at, cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'll bring me book in and show you, you little faggot. <laughs> Bigger than you, mate. Yeah, so how do you see the state of Australian boxing? Like I was saying to you boys before, I don't really follow it as much. Mm. Like, obviously I know mm. the big names, um, and I watch Horn Zoo. Yeah. Um, but the state of it, like, I, like Robin and Rich, I was saying before them were promoters, so I like, like I talk to them a lot, um, and just going through them, I understand that Australian boxing is nothing yeah. compared to the states. Oh, great! Yeah. So I went over to the US with Rob, and oh, you went there with him? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sweet. I went to Wild Card, and we had done a bit of trip. We <laughs> went a couple of trip rides. Oh, yeah, we're going there. But um, <laughs> yeah. We went to wildcard and that, and just walking into wildcard, you just straight away can see the difference of the talent between Australian boxing and, and like, America, especially in Newcastle. Like, you go outside of Newcastle to go to Sydney, there is a bit more, yep. but it's still nothing. Yeah, so do you reckon Zoo's got it? you reckon Timmy Zoo can do it? Yeah. Like, I spoke to Rob because he knows a lot about it, and I think he's got to, like, test himself. Yeah. I was honestly – was very shocked by the horn zoo fight the other night. Yeah, he pieced him up. Oh, him. mate, just completely destroyed yeah. him. Monstered um, him. Yeah, just... Yeah. Did you just watch it, Mossy? No, nah, I didn't see it, but, um, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was... I was, like, shocked. But Rob and Rich, they called it. They said it'll just... 
Yeah, they I'm said sure. nah. He put money on it too. He went a good shot. Yeah, because they were in the other room being caved and all the yeah. shit. You can't get up. So I was just sitting there and going, Would you walk round? And he told me, I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. So I was talking, talking to the boys around me, going, yeah, yeah, round eight, go for it. Because yeah, I, I don't that. really yeah. bother with the stuff. But yeah. Did you, any of your mates put money on it for round eight? I don't think so. No. Uh, no, but... Um, oh, Richie boy did, they You did all right. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. done real good. They always win them, cunts. Mm. Uh, I don't know. You only see the wins, yeah, man. Don't forget exactly that. Right. You only see the wins. I just won 130 bucks on the dogs upstairs when I was in a fucking business meeting. Oh, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man. Go Zelda. <laughs> I didn't realise Tim Zoo was that big. Nah, he's a big boy. He's six foot and 70 kilo. Like, fuck, what was his dad? His dad wasn't never that big. Nah, he was that big. small. Yeah. Wouldn't have been six foot. Nah, he was... Oh, look, again, I don't really follow it, but... Yeah, he was not... So, Timmy's a super welder, so that's 69. I know, yeah, 69, and I'm I'm 66, so I look at that and look at it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, it's only three kilos, mm. and, um, yeah, he's a big boy. When you, when was your last fight? Um, to 2018, end of 2018. Yeah. Um, you go out on a, on a W? Sorry? Did you go out on a win? No, so, Gibson. yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I look back at it now and it's funny, like, because me trainer that I've got now, he, he's always told me to have, like, a diary. He said, write everything in your diary, um, like, how you're feeling, et cetera, et cetera. And I was actually looking through, like, looking through shit the other, the other week and um, I was going through my diary and just looking at it, I was like, I should have given up. Like, just oh. what I was saying in the diary because I, I still remember saying to him, so I fought in June against um, Eddie, a bloke I've – fought in the past and beat him um i fought him it was just like a bit of a i get i hate saying it but like a warm-up fight for my title defense um i try i still train my ass off but me men, mentally i wasn't there and um i look at the diary now and i was like i should have given it up then because he was telling me at that 2018 because everything just changed i was like studying university i was like i me miss is like everything changed yeah the whole i wasn't Boxer, I still loved it, yeah. but it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Did you know that was going to be your last fight going nah. into it or that fight made you give it away? No, nah, no. Nah. So I, I had that one with Eddie and that was not my last one. Like I wanted to fight him and then I was going to defend my title. And then I, like me, Rich and Rob were talking about um, I wanted to go for the Australian title. Mm -hmm. That was my – when I first started boxing, that was my dream. Australian title and then I'd be happy. Mm -hmm. Um. And I was kind of on the path to it, but now I look back, I definitely wasn't. My headspace wasn't there. Like, you read all my diaries, and you're like, fuck, I should have given it away. Um, and I had that fight lost, and then I was just determined, like, to get back. Um, and then Rob put a Rob put it on for the New South Wales title. So I was just like, this is it. It's supposed to happen. And I went and seen a sports psychologist. Like, I, I was doing all in. all in. I was doing my strength training with Paz. Like, I just put everything into it, spent a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. But you still, I still look at my diary and I'm like, yeah. fuck, I should have just given it away. Like, just a lot of other external fucking Yeah, like, university was like, mind off it. At, at its peak, I was getting my exams done. I was like, new job. It was, yeah, I, I should have given it away. I don't regret anything, but mm. it is what it is. And then I was going to go, right, I, now I'll have my proper last fight because I. You want to have your last fight. Like, I want to have my 10th last fight and that, and call it, like, yeah. be able to celebrate going, yep, I've done 10 years of boxing, I can celebrate it. Yeah. Um, and then last year I was just like, right, I'm going to have my last fight. 
I trained for about two weeks and then I reminded myself as like how much effort it yeah. actually is to do a yeah. proper prep, like fight prep. I yeah. just remembered it. I was like, fuck, I can't do this all over again. So it's not going to happen ever again? I won't say never, but I did. So what title did you have? You just said you had to defend a title. Uh, when I say title, it's just like a fucking title out of cereal box, to be honest. Yeah, right, right. Um, don't get me wrong, like I like put the yards in and everything, but it was just WBF Asia Pacific title. Mm. That's the problem with boxing. There's so many titles. Yeah, it's you know. Oh, it's ridiculous, man. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I'm very proud of that title because I know how much I, effort I put into it. Even if it wasn't like a proper title, I still put a fuckload of effort in it and learnt a lot um, and put me in the direction where I am now. But yeah. Just a you see those titles? They fucking they just make them up for anything. They too. just make them up. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You think when Sonny Bill had those, those having those few fights and stuff, and all of a sudden there's a new title and they're hang on, where the fuck did that come from? You just make your own division and just we be the world champ. You do, mate. Yeah, it's <laughs> fights and it's yeah. That that's the problem with boxing. It's yeah. fine. It's it's good from like a like because with boxing that's another shit thing. You need to sell tables. Yeah. If you want to fight, you need to sell tables. So there was a couple of times there I, I fought for nothing. I fought this fucking hard-ass tyre in Singleton. That was to set me up for the title. Um, I fought for nothing. He fought – he got like four grand or something. You got so nothing. I had to sell all these tables, everything. And, um, yeah, like – it's a shit It's a shit sport, but I love it. Yeah. yeah. So well, he's a fight for you. All right, you got to focus on the fight, but don't forget you got to f- also focus on selling yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. tables as well. Yeah. Hang on, I'm trying to fucking focus on winning here, not fucking getting me mates in here to fucking buy tables. That's why I had to get a sports psych because I had I had to do that. Like mm. you pretty much you, you, you self manager, you you do everything. The only thing you don't do is like you got to turn up and your trainer tells you what to do, but everything else you do it on your own. And mm. I had uni at the time, so I, I had to see sports psych. It was probably the best thing I ever done. Not just from for my mental health, but like just to learn. It was really good, but um, yeah, the titles don't mean nothing really, unless it's like the top, the proper titles. Which what are what are the proper titles? What do you got? You got WBA, WBC, um, WBO, IBF. I think that's it, isn't it? So you can be the WBO Australian champion, or no, no. So that's like world, world titles, titles. yeah. In regards to Australian titles, yeah, yeah. the Australian title. That's that's, that's the one thing. title. Yeah. That's yeah. you got the New South Wales titles and you get the Australian title. Yeah. Um but in saying that New South Wales title, if you've got money, if you can sell tables, you can get the belt. Yeah, that's fine. Like you can pick your pick your fights. Um Australian title, not so much. Like don't get me wrong, I don't know too much about it, but what I see being in the in the sport, like if you've got money, you can fucking do anything. Mm. What was the best? What was the best venue you reckon you ever fought it? Oh, they're all just fucking oh. RSL clubs. RSL clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Any in Sydney and that? Nah, South Juniors nah, or anything nah. like that. So probably the best, probably just down the road at Panthers when um, Rob and Rich actually moved here and started all the promotions. Like I was on the first detonation all the way up to oh, I don't know detonation six or whatever it was, but. The first show was sick, like yeah. because we've seen nothing like it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was mostly just ourselves. Everyone thinks it's all glamour and that. <laughs> it's not. You get into a boxing ring. There's blood all everywhere. There's it's a little RSL. You you 
your head's nearly touching the ceiling. <laughs> like it's not what you see on the TV. Like where you get ready in the kitchen or something. That <laughs> oh, what show was it the other night? I was like that. This is so true. It was on a Netflix oh, show. Oh, that fighter. What's <laughs> yeah, I think it's called fucking fighter with the the MMA and the, the dad. And yeah, the yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, with Nick Nolte. Is <laughs> he the dad? That's he's a getting good ready for his show. fight in the kitchen. He was getting ready in the kitchen, and I'm sitting there going, this is sick. Mm-hmm. Like, this is actually what happens. People don't see it. Like, yeah, backstage. You're backstage, and then you're, like, prepping, like, throwing punches, doing all that. And then, especially at Panthers down the road, like, you walk through the kitchen. There's people going, get out, look out. And they've got the bloody... Um, <laughs> you're about to kill someone. You're right. You're going to, like, prepping for a fight. You've got your trainer and your other cornerman there, and you're walking through the kitchen, and there's people, like, pushing you out of the way to bring out, like, chips and gravy and shit. It's, <laughs> it's wild. Like, it's cool. Picking up a few schooner glasses on your way back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But, like, that, that show, that was, like, it got me pumped. I was like, this is cool. Because it actually shows what goes on. It's not, like, what you see on the Floyd Mayweather and... Yeah. Pacquiao fights and shit like that. Did you see when he was fighting, um, fuck, Conor McGregor, he was getting his head tickled? Remember that? He was laying there, did you see it? And all the just tickling his head and they just filming it. Like, what the fuck are we going on watching? Here? Yeah, yeah that, that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, no head tickle in the back of Panthers. Nah. So nah. I've, I've been following your uh, Instagram for a bit there. It says you're getting back into um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, is that right? Yeah, so that was pretty much like a turning point. At the start of the year, like the bloke there, Fab, he um, I first like when I started doing PT, I started at Strict Republic, and Fab he come over from Brazil, obviously, and then he was a Brazilian um, jiu jitsu dude there, and we kind of like shared the same space, mm-hmm. and me just being an approachable guy, like we, we were just talking to that, yeah. and then he. He wasn't the best at like business and sorting times and that out. So he'd rock up and it'd be me when sharing the space. And I said to him, "Feel oh, look, man, I'll just move over there. It's fine, jump in." And um, yeah, we we were like mates from the get go. And then when I got back from overseas this year, I DM'd him. I'm like, "Look, I want to get back into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Boxing's not an option. Yeah. I want to do boxing just to have fun, spar people, like help other fighters out." So I started BJJ and. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So, what sort of belt are you on now? Just white, white belt. Oh, do, <laughs> do you do gi or no gi? I haven't done no gi yet, but I'm gonna try that next week. But oh, um, the gi was funny because coming from a boxing background, it's not, it's not like it is a discipline, I guess, but it's not like a martial art where you got to stand up, bow, mm. walk in, blah blah blah. So I still remember the like, I think it was like the fourth session or whatever. They you, you do all your stuff. Excuse me. And yeah. then um, they kind of line up. Like it's full, like, I don't know what you call it, but they fully line up. What, like for the start of the thing? Yeah, no, nah, at the end, like to shake everyone's hand. Obviously, you don't do that in boxing. No. But they were all lining up, and I, I saw a gap, so I just walked in there and stood there. And a couple of the, um, like the blue belts, oh, belt, belt all that, they've all just like, like pointed to the other direction. Mm. I was like, what? And they're like, go to the end, like you're a white belt. I was like, Oh fuck! And just walked. It went walking. Yeah, right. Okay. And then another time, uh, the week after or whatever, I just didn't have my belt. Like I didn't know. I was like wrapped up. Yep, right. And then um, Fab he had like a bit of tape with him, and he started carrying on like, oh Mick, he's professional boxer. He's been doing ten years. Blah blah. He's very dedicated. Right. And I'm like, what the, why is he talking me up? And then he's come over to put a stripe on my belt. I was like, oh, I don't have my belt. 
He's like, <laughs> fucking hell, fucking boxer. And I was like, shit, and ran over, and then he put like a stripe on my belt. But um, So you go white belt, white belt, one stripe, white belt, two stripe, then go I up. I think so, yeah, up like to that. three or four, and then you go to blue, and then I think you get stripes on that. Again, I'm not really. Yeah. I don't look into it. It's the same with boxing. I don't look into too much. I just do it. Are you gonna have? Are you gonna have any um, competition? I think so. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I'm have really you had one yet it. or not? Nah, nah, nah. Since when COVID, all the whole COVID shit happened, I um, I trained for about six weeks, I think, yeah. and then that happened, so I backed off. Um, and my missus, she's in health, so it wasn't really fair to her if I'm rolling with a bunch of blokes and she's not even hugging a mum. So yeah, yeah, okay. I was just like, yeah, I'll back off for a bit. Um, Thoughtful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, that's not. Bear on her, I guess. Um, but yeah, and then I've just got back it now. But yeah, definitely inside. I want to yeah do some competition. It's just just getting back into that um competition stuff. Like I've never had purpose to train. I mean, I've always had purpose to train, like with boxing. Yeah. In the last what two years, I've just had no purpose. I just couldn't be effed. Like I'm probably one of the only personal trainers that. Isn't your typical personal trainer that wants to lift, bit like lift all the time, eat your chicken and broccoli? Like I yeah. just don't care. Yeah. Like I know how to live a healthy lifestyle and stay in half decent shape, but yeah. I need purpose to train. If that mm. makes sense. So I've always had boxing, and then I had no purpose for the last two years, and I was just like, nah, I need, I need jujitsu or something. Yeah. I tried the bodybuilding shit and I was like, nah, I can't do this, this shit. Yeah. I, I, we've been lifting weights for a while. We had a gym set up in here when we had COVID on. I probably I lifted weights for about six months. About six weeks ago, I went in there on a Monday, racked it off the bench, did two presses, psh, psh, put it back on the rack. I haven't been back since. I just, I was just like, <laughs> fuck this. I, I'm yeah. not, just boring now. I've just done, like, it's bad. It's just laziness, I suppose. But yeah. I just thought, like, I need something fucking... I mean, do kickboxing, just something different. Something for. Just yeah. something different. I'm just at least at bench least press, chin up, yeah. squats, bench press, chin up, you know, squats. Boxing, you fight, you fight, you're training for a fight or whatever, you know. Yeah. You've got a fight coming up, jiu-jitsu, you know, you're training for fucking, you're trying to learn wh whether up. it's where you're going to have a role or you're like fighting, uh, training for grading or whatever it mm. is. Like yeah. you've always got that, that next thing that you're, you're trying to purpose. achieve. Yeah. yeah. And I think that like it compounds into actually strength training to get stronger for jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And that's what happened. Like I was – was a strength trainer at all. I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't really care about being swole or anything. Like, yeah. it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, but now, like, I, I know I needed to have, like, injury prevention, mobility, get stronger, obviously. How's your flexibility? Shit. Is it? Yeah, it's horrible. I I, I hate stretching. <laughs> it's just not my, um, mm. it's not my thing. Oh, you're going to have to start loving it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I fucking know. My, my hip flexors are just dumb. My hemis are tight. Yeah, I I know, but I still just don't. Yeah. You don't do your traditional lifts like bench press and chin ups and squats and stuff. You do a lot of other stuff, or you no? Do I do the traditional stuff, just the simple compound movements. I don't do anything fancy. Yeah, sweet. No. Old Paz taught me well. He was yeah. into me about that type of shit. So. Yeah, yeah. You were talking before, like going from boxing over to um, jujitsu. How it's different, you know. Your little brother, he's a pretty like a rugby league, rugby union sort of superstar at home. And they talked him into coming playing for the AFL team up there. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got the bounce in the middle. And yeah, they do that jostling shit. Mm. Like that. Just, Jonathan's just there waiting for it to go. And the first game ever, <laughs> oh mate, starts giving him the shoulder. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Drops, knocks him out. <laughs> Sent off. Didn't even, it was his first and only game of AFL. Didn't even make it to the first bounce. Like, what are you doing, cunt? <laughs> Fuck, yeah, Fuck yeah, Jono. Fuck yeah, Jono. 
Oh, should have tell, someone should have told him beforehand. Someone might put the shoulder in you before you start. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! You reckon you got any brain injury from the box and stuff? Bit of CTE or something? Oh, I don't like. Obviously, I haven't been like checked or anything. Yeah, I'm sure there's something going on up there because my missus can back me on it. My my memory's shocking. Like I wouldn't know what to tell you last week. I just, yeah, my memory's horrible. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure there's something there, but yeah, obviously never got it checked out. Um, but yeah, there, there was a point, I think it was 2017 when a couple of blokes in Australia like passed away from boxing. Mm. So that made me like get a little bit worried. Yeah. Um, and I spoke to my trainer about it and he goes, Mick, you're not, like we know you're training, like you're you're a bit in and out, in and out. Just don't sit there and get hit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it changed my style a little bit, and got me a little bit worried. But no, I don't. I I could. I don't know. Mm. So what's the general turnaround on a fight in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? How long do you sort of got to get? How much training you got to get under your belt before you get in there and get it? Well, boxing. It. Yeah. You, you 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 train all year round. Yeah. But. For amateur, like there is none. You're just training all year round, because um, like three two minute rounds. Um, but then for professional, like you'd go into a proper prep, like for probably eight to ten weeks. Right. Depends what weight division you're fighting in. What depends how fit you are. But generally, it's eight to ten. Like I used to stay fit all year round. Oh yeah. Um, and then I'd go to an eight week prep. And would you cut weight, or would you just sat at sixty six? No, I'd have to cut. Yeah. But Having you missed she's a dietitian. Oh, yeah. I've got a bit of sports science background and stuff, so I've done it quite easy. Um, when I say easy, just done it properly. Mm. Um, I only ever had to get in the sauna once, and it was fucking horrible. How long were you in there? Uh, it wasn't even that long. It was like 15 minutes or something. <laughs> with, um, with the suit or without? No, without. It was, it was, quite, it was pretty bad, actually. So, bef- so I won that title, and then I was supposed to defend the title. And one day I was just sparring, like I felt amazing. I'd done like eight, ten rounds or something, felt really good. And then I think it was a hook. I, I, I stepped to cut him off the ring and I threw a right hook and I hit him and my hand just kind of like went weird. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I kept going. Um, and I was like, nah, nah, something's not right. And I looked at my trainer at the time. I said, I ripped my glove off, something's not right. And ripped it off. It was a bit swollen, but I was like, oh, I was all right. He goes, nah, nah, stop. And it was Benny Crandon, so oh, yeah. he he knows like broken hand. Fuck. Um, he took it off, and it was it was I think it was like four weeks out of me t- title defense. Um, and I looked up, I'm like, nah, it'll be right. I'll just chuck some drugs in it, it'll be fine. Um, and then on the way, he was pretty much he knew. Yep. But then on that, we went to the beach, and I got to the beach, and it was my missus and a couple of mates, and I was sitting there going, ah, something's not right. Um, and then at the time, I had a, like a major sponsor, Paul Burford had, out at um, Williamstown, he's a doctor. So I rang him, I was like, look, mate, I've got to come get a scan. Um, and when I got the scan and then obviously, I don't know when he told me, but come back in, he goes, Mick, you're going to have to come in. Went in and he said, he showed me, he goes, it's pretty much just like, it was just like glass, it's just exploded. Yeah. And at the time, I was fucking very emotional because I just put so much into it and just broke me in and, yeah. So what happens there? Do you have to relinquish your title or you just reschedule the fight? Nah, that's another thing. Like, people say, I've got to relinquish your title. I don't think there was much. I think I had the title for like 12 months. Mm. And the bloke who, the president, he's a bit of a cock. He, um, he emailed me or messaged me. He said, do you want to um, 
you you need to pay X amount to hold your title. And I just wrote back one. I haven't fucking fought for twelve months. Like I don't care. Yeah, it's just weird like that. Yeah, and then he like I was supposed to defend it, and then obviously I lost against Eddie, and then he wanted me to pay this X amount to go to the next title up. And I just went, I don't really care, yeah. and went to New South Wales title, and then yeah, lost that. But um, yeah, where did we even start? What was the question? Oh, I guess I, <laughs> I was halfway through. I'm like, yeah. fuck, what did he ask? Now let's get a bit into your more PT side of things. So uh, before you started that, what? Qualifications did you need to get or stuff like that? <laughs> um, so I kind of went. Oh, I don't like saying it, but I kind of got into the whole PT for the wrong reason. It was it was literally because chicks. personal tr- <laughs> chicks. <laughs> no, I missed that boat. I had a misses then. Um, personal training is this like everyone looks at it this lifestyle like you sit on the beach and blah blah blah, which it's not that at all. Like, you work from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then you work 3 to 7, 8 p.m. Yes, you've got something that... you just got this massive lunch break. Yeah, right. Um, right. But you can't do fuck all with anyway, Yeah, really. you can't. You've got to you write programs. You've got to market. you got to do all this shit. Yeah, it's, it was a cock show. So I'd done that and earned next to no money because obviously it's very hard to get clients. They don't tell you that neither. Yeah. So I'd done a Cert 3, Cert 4... Um, and then for some reason I've done Diploma of Fitness, which again was a crock of shit. There's nothing really, it just teaches you how to market and stuff. And then the teacher at the time, like I got really good marks in the diploma and she goes, oh, why don't you go to uni and do an undergrad in exercise science? Like you, this will give you, cause obviously I dropped out in year 10, I barely got like finished year 10. Yeah. Right. Um, so I didn't have, I don't know what they call it. Hex? No, that's. No, it's Hex. Yeah. Is it Hex? The uni debt. No, yeah. no, the, oh, no, what you got to get ATAR. in. ATAR. ATAR, yeah, yeah, that the hex thing. is what you get when you leave. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I've got now. Um, yeah, so I had to have one of them, and then I mm. didn't, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, but she said, this will give you, like, eligibility to get in. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right. And then I actually, at the time, I've got, like, two very good mates, like Paz yeah. um, and Zion. <clears throat> Zion's an exercise physiologist, and Paz has obviously got his background, and he pretty much said to Mick, go and fucking do it. And then another bloke, me, other mate, I had to do, like um, – Oh, I guess you just call it placement for yeah. um, mid diploma, and he pretty much said to me, "He goes, mate, you like you can you can only if you do your undergrad in exercise science." I was like, oh, "Yeah, righto." And then my missus, she was beg- like telling me do it because she's she went and done dietetics. I was like, "Fuck, righto." And then I thought, "Oh no, this would be good because then like I'll get Centrelink and I'll be able to con- like put everything into my boxing." Uh, so it kind of worked like at a good time. Oh, yeah, righto. So everything led to where I am now, and um, and then it kind of there was a transition going on. And Paz was actually one of them. Said to me, he goes, "There's a transition going on. You're more focused on helping people. Like you want to go towards that instead of boxing." Mm. Um, he could see it, and another mate could see it, and it kind of just transitioned. And yeah, done my undergrad, finished that. Um, How did a boy who dropped out of school in year ten go going back to uni years later? I've, I don't know. I I really don't know it. That's what I mean. It just all led to. I think. I think it's boxing. I really do. Like that's why I said. Like even though I never wanted to be the very best. Oh, when I first started, I was like, I'm going to be world champion. Mm. Um, but then reality set in, and I was like, I just want to. I just want to win the Australian title. That, that's all I want. Um, but it just taught me everything I like know now. Yeah. Like the dedication it, it takes. Like like you know, you'd have a couple. Like it's. 
it teaches you a lot. And yeah. I always say to people, if you can do some type of martial art, because I've noticed with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it's very much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, like your one-man sport, like if you don't put the work in, you're going to get your ass kicked. Because it's only, yeah, it's, it's up to you. It's yeah, not up to anyone else. Mm-hmm. You don't have 12 other blokes on the footy field helping you nah, out. That's it's just you. Right. If you haven't fucking trained and this other cunt who's got roughly the amount of fights as you are, same height, same weight, whatever it is, you got to figure out a way to beat him. So if, exactly. you, if you haven't trained as hard as him, you're going to get found out. Yeah, and I think that's what I love about it. It's, it's that, And it relates to me, like my business and everything else. Yeah. Like if I don't put the work in, I fail. Yeah, you're not getting clients. Exactly, you're not yeah. Fucking so getting results. It's, it, it, uh, honestly, everyone always asks me, like, how did you end up where you are now? Yeah. I was like, I, it's boxing. Yeah, just like, the dedication. And just the, the dedication. You're the only one in there. Um, if you don't put the hard, like you said before, if you don't put the hard yards in, you fucking lose. Or did you, you struggle with it at all? Like with the fucking schedule and the assessments and the fucking lectures and all that sort of shit? Or was sort of I, there was a point. that That's why I went and seen that psych. And it was honestly the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. And I always say that to people. If, if you're in a spot where you just, everything's just, because I had, I obviously had, um, had me boxing. I was prepping for a title defense. I had me uni. I'd run a business. Uh, like had me missus, she works in um, Foster, so she comes home on the weekends. So I got to spend like spend time with her. So there was just so much shit going yeah. on. And then the other thing people don't tell you about boxing is like you miss out on so many things. Yeah. Like Friday night, Saturday night, the boys are at the pub carrying on, and You're ten weeks of training. I'm in eight, ten weeks. Pre- Millsy can vouch for it. Every time we'd come over, I couldn't have a beer with him. Yeah. Because like I was in prep, and I was very, very like. Now I look back at it, I probably could have had a beer and just... Yeah, you're just obsessive over I was process. so obsessive, just like, no, I'm not fucking having a beer. Like, go away. And a lot of all my, like, good mates, my true mates, the ones that are still around, they they were all for it. They go, yeah, come mm. to the pub, just don't drink, it's yeah. fine. Fuck, that's hard to do. Oh, oh mate. <laughs> I, back then it wasn't as hard, but now, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, when I wasn't in prep, but I... Because that's the other thing, too. I've never trained... Locally, I've always trained at Central Coast, Cessnock. When I was in Tanooba Bay, I'd drive out to Thornton. Mm. Like I've always, I don't know, I think it just become a habit that it's always an it's always an effort. It was always I mean? an effort. Yeah. yeah, I think like I could have easily just trained at Steel City with Robin that, yeah. but I've always just trained an hour and hour and a half away. I think <laughs> it just gave me that. Well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to like I've got to put effort into it. Mm. Um, so I still remember every Friday night you obviously go to the zoo and I'd come home. Obviously. Like, obviously, <laughs> yeah. And I'd, um, I'd spar down the Central Coast. I'd finish about 6.30, 7 o'clock there. And I was always known to have black eyes. Like I'd get black eyes real fucking easy. Mm. You're getting one now. Am I? It's <laughs> turning black now. <laughs> Probably. No, fuck um, Am I? Jay, <laughs> well, I'm not Am I? So, yeah, on Friday night, I'd come out, I'd a couple of black eyes, I'd, I'd go straight to the pub, get on the pier, like, have a beer, and then for the whole weekend, I'd be fucked. Mm. Um, but when I'm in prep, it was just every Friday, I'd, they'd hit me, I'm like, oh, no, nah, I can't do it, I'm not going there, you can't go to the zoo and not drink. No. No. No way in the world. I've done it a couple of times, it was horrible. <laughs> no, I've done it. Twice. I, I had to go. I'm fucked. I'm gone. See, I can't do this. That's the thing, I can't even be around my own mates when, I'm, when they're pissed and I'm not. 
Oh, they're like, annoying cunts. They're fucking they? shit cunts, eh? Oh, so annoying. <laughs> Saying the same joke over and over. We fucking heard it, mate. Hey, you already up. told me, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> spitting on me. Yeah, you soon realise that you just you talk sit there so grit much your teeth, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you got was your, your undergrad, and now what are you studying to get? Yeah, so I've done my undergrad. I finished in 20. Fuck, testing my knowledge again. 2018. Yeah. Um, testing my memory. Um, and now I'm doing a master's in exercise physiology. Um, so is, that Paz, what, is that what Paz has? No, so Paz was the one that told me, no, go towards that. Because obviously I was training with him. And this is the thing with Paz, like I had done the level one S&C with him. Yeah. Um, and at the time I was looking for a strength coach for yeah. boxing because I was, I think it was when I was going for my title. Um, and I asked Lee Clark and Lee Clark. Oh yeah, the sprinter guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude yeah, and he knows fella. his shit. But I asked him and he was being a bit weird about it. He like referred me to some bloke I've never heard of. And then I tried to contact that bloke and... I d- just didn't. It really wasn't feel a strength right, yeah. I don't know who he was, but um, then Paz had the second day, and I hit him up, and he pretty much was like real approachable. He said, "Oh, like come to my house, and we'll have a chat." And straight away, like I, yeah, let's do it. And I think a couple of sessions in, I ended up saying, "I go, look, man, I'm a PT. Like mm. I want to pay you for these sessions. These are for strength session, but I'm also I want to learn." Mm. And because I was up front, he he was like, "Yeah." And, yeah, I trained with him a fair while. Um, but he was the one – because I was going to go towards the Master of Strength Conditioning like he did. That's he, what he has, a Master's in Yeah, I think something like that. And you're getting a Master's in – Exercise Physiology. Exercise Physiology. So right. I guess the easiest way to think of it, like Master's Exercise Physiology, it's like you, you, you work with patients that like cr- chronic conditions and you get a Medicare provider number. So you, oh, okay. you work with people with diabetes, like cancer, cardiopulmonary oh. and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that was kind of why Paz like, no, you can still do S&C stuff if you're an EP, but at least you've got that yeah, like, you can't backup. Do, you can't yeah. do it the other way around. Yeah, yeah, he said you've got that backup. So if the S&C stuff doesn't work out because it's a very like dog-eat-dog like world, mm. he said you've always got that EP to mm. fall back on, like I guess with his um, mm. uh, PE teaching. Yeah. So How long he, have you got left? I've got to – I. I I think it's official February. Um, oh, and you'll be done. I'll be done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so awesome. I, I, because I went completely online, I was able to do it like full time. I um, do the placement full time, so I got to do like six weeks of like full placement. Um, yeah, but I'll be done next Feb, which is fucking yeah, exciting. Mm. So, mm. I'll be so done February next year. Awesome. Mm. So cool. with, with this some um, like this online stuff we were talking about at the start, is that all your business now online? You don't do any. So what was the transition like just from like trying to train people into, fuck it, I'm just going to go all in all online? It was kind of like, like I said before, it was, I was just winging it. <clears throat> I had no fucking idea. Like how do you, how do you train people online? doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just winged it for the first six months. Um, I was working with Wellfit Personal Training. Like um, I was working there up until June last year. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, obviously, we went overseas. I was completely online, but I only had, like, six clients or something. Um, and then just winged it for the whole eight, nine months. So were you, like, before, were you pretty good with computers and shit before that? Because, like, we, fucking, when we started mm. this, we both suck at that shit. Like, Instagram is all we knew how to do. Like, all the yeah. other fucking stuff was oh, a punish. Yeah. I'm looking like, at this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how did you go from, 
because it's all online, you got to write programs. You got to you know interact, uh, you know, on the camera and all that yeah. kind of stuff. How did how did you go with that? Like, did you learn a bit from the marketing side of things when you were at uni and that, or nah? How did nah, you go with all that? It was just honestly YouTube. Yeah, yeah. YouTube you can fucking YouTube fuck, anything. Mate, hey. hey, I fucking love it because people give me shit all the time. Like, oh, when you when you get a house or whatever, you're not going to be able to do it. I'm like, fuck off, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> I can do anything you want. Um, but that it was honestly it was mostly YouTube and just trying things and if it doesn't work blah blah, blah. Um, and then obviously the start of this year I, I put in some good money for this um, business coach from the UK and learned a fuckload from him like right. it's unbelievable what you can do online. Are you like getting any shit. money back out of it now? Yeah, no. Nah, well, that's why I went completely online. Um, Not going into dollars and cents, but is it good money? Yeah, no, nah, it, it's. Money that I thought no way is this possible. That's yeah, right. right. Like well, it's you, you got no overheads, have you? It's just nah. That's, nah, that's what the business accountant case. said. He goes, "What's your overheads?" I'm like, mm. these shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is. Like, Waiting it, Bill. <laughs> obviously, if you like the further you get, you let, there is a lot of systems that you got to pay for, or yeah. like here and there. Like, but I think it wouldn't be more than fucking fifteen hundred dollars. Like, really? I, I spent a lot at the start, um, just getting all the systems up and running. Um, but then obviously that's like a 12 month, two year, um, renewal thing. Um, but yeah, it is crazy. Some shit you can do online. Mm. Like Facebook ads are just ridiculous. Like you you can target people that are pregnant who have a 12 year old son that is an electrician. Like it's fucking wild. That's sick. So how many clients do you have for the online stuff? I'm currently 18. Oh, yeah, so it went chaotic. So when this COVID thing happened, it that probably uh, would have been the best thing for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, I hate saying it because a lot of people have lost their jobs and stuff, but it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Same, me too. It's the crazy. I was a shark. I know where I spend my money. I bought a house. Yeah, the fuck is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's weird. Like <laughs> I feel bad I- about that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but at the same time, for the we're not the one. You can't feel bad because you're doing good. Like fucking yeah, hell, like that's that's the way of the world. Like that's fucking okay, yeah. yeah, you know, it's right. just bad luck on someone else's behalf that they wanted to do yeah. that job and it got cut. Like it's not yeah. fucking anyone else's. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's what that's Chin what up, boys. Thing, but, yeah. <laughs> I, like, people say, oh yeah, but people are losing their jobs and stuff. I'm like, honestly, I haven't heard one person that's lost their job. Me either. I'm sure there is. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's not, but. I haven't heard one person have lost their job. Even the cafe workers that were off for a bit, they're all they're back still, fully still fucking, kicking about, yeah. still fucking yeah. charging at the moment. I did, this is one thing I did want to talk about, this whole COVID ordeal. But yeah, it's, it's like flogging a dead horse. Oh, mate. But, um, yeah, it's probably the best thing that have ever happened to me, like in regards to business and my direction where I want yeah. to go. Because obviously everyone's getting fat now, so then yeah. now they just... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Summer's coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so... And just the way my like programs are going and the and the systems are building, like yeah. it's mad what you can do online. It's awesome. Um, and I, I I'll always have a place for personal training and face to face, but I really I felt like a bit of a fraud being a personal trainer, like face to face. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that the like some people like EP where I'm working towards, you need to be face to face because they got mm. like diabetic or cancer. You need to be face to face. For someone that just wants to lose some fat, build some muscle, you're just a glorified fucking towel holder or a drink yeah. drink dispenser. That, yeah. That's all you're doing. You just point them in the right direction. Yeah. Um, there's always a place for it. There is certain clients that need that face-to-face interaction. Yeah, they need to be pushed as well. Yeah, so. yeah. But nine times out of ten, people just need accountability and like a plan and 
they just need support really mm. and that's what you get online and an abundance of it so do you think this is your this is your job for that's it like you if i wasn't studying it. i'd think i'd be yeah done this, this is all the you lifestyle is it, it, it is the lifestyle that was like portrayed as a personal trainer yeah. oh, like sweet. like that this is the other thing too like people see me instagram and all that and they they look at me stories and they're like oh fucking do you ever work it's a highlight reel they say that to me all the time too. Oh, mate you see him <laughs> you don't go to work <laughs> <laughs> you don't <laughs> You see what two minutes yeah. on the stories, yeah. and people see me at the beach or at the cafe or me walking, talking shit. Like, yeah. like what do you do? But that's like two minutes. Yeah, that's right. Like the rest, of, I, I wake up. I've got like a routine. I get up at six a.m. I do all my stuff in the morning, um, and then I don't stop working probably seven eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Obviously, it, it changes day to day. Yeah. Um, and I've got university, but yeah, it's not people that think that. Being an online coach is easy. It's far from it. Yeah. Like, I was still consistent for nine months overseas. Like, my content, mm. um, my clients, like, learn, learning's a big one. So, I'd spend hours on online learning. Mm. Um, it took me, I actually, this is funny. At the last nine months, I built this website. It's fucking horrible. Took you nine months. Oh. <laughs> YouTube every night. I used to be laying in bed. My missus like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "You YouTube." And so I'd be up to one a.m. YouTube and trying to figure out how to fucking put this here and put this here. Fucking chicks can make a baby in that time. Yeah, and then no, oh, and this bloke like this, like this. Um, uh, what would you call it? Like who I invested in, mentor. I guess he um. I've built like a membership lab. Oh, okay. And it's, I guess it's a website. Okay. And he goes, get this, do the door. He does it cheap because you're in our mentor group. Whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, he showed me what he's going to do. And then a week later, he's matched, he sent me a photo of it. He goes, it'll be ready to go tomorrow. So it'll be ready tonight. I was like, are you fucking kidding took me? me? This took months. me nine months <laughs> to get to not where you are at right now. <laughs> and it co- I won't say the money, but it cost me like, Pretty much, like not fuck all, but yeah. like I would have easily threw in the money yeah, nine, months, nine ago. months ago for sure. Fuck, but that's it. You live and learn. It's just all mm. learning curve. You yeah. like you learn a lot of stuff on the way. You get a lot of fucking kooks online shoveling oh. shit. How do you fucking? What's the telltale signs of someone who's trying to bullshit you and fucking get your money? Oh, telltale sign. Just fuck, something to look out for. The straight out thing I look at. If they got if they got their top off or they're in a G bang or anything like that, yeah. Like you look at my IG and there's no none of me with the top off. One mm. because I'm not summer ready, but <laughs> two like there's no fucking need for it. Like obviously you, they're trying to sell something else. Like they're trying to sell skin instead of they'll their, they'll be holding yeah. there with a fucking cane with their tits out or their yeah. ass out. Like yeah, that that's a sure sign of like stay away. Um, a lot of the times too, if their whole feed is just full of like exercises, that's a telltale. I'm like, you can't have that many exercises. So yeah. they're just trying to make shit up. Like there's only like 10 compound lifts that, and then everything is a variation. You can't, there's yeah. not that much. And if they're on a fucking BOSU ball, stay away. <laughs> what's that, the half ball thing? That, yeah, BOSU or what's the other thing they call them? And what, yeah, the BOSU yeah. ball. Yeah, so it's so like a plank with a half a. Yeah, yeah, they do ball. it for like rehab purposes and stuff. But people get on there doing squats. Oh, and they do squats and fucking single leg squats and God knows what. 
I won't name the gym, but I used to work at a gym before and this is when I was like, I've got to get out of commercial gym. And yeah. I actually took a photo of it and sent it to Paz. He was getting some school high school students to squat on a BOSU ball. And I was I was like shaking me going, yeah, fucking. And because you're paying like um <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. Not him. Not him. I just wrote a name down in a bit of paper for the look at because this bloke, this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had to say the name, but not him. It wouldn't surprise me, but no, it wasn't him. No, no, no. <laughs> he does shit like that. Yeah, I know. I was um, I was yeah. I'll, I'll stop talking. Um, but yeah, he was doing it. And I was trying to listen in, and he was. So, I don't even know who he was referring to, but he was. Saying he used to train this surfer back in the day that used the BOSU ball for squats to get balance, and I'm just sitting there going, what? No. And I, I, this was like a year into my PT and when I was training with Paz. So I wrote to him and said, all right, I understand BOSU balls don't work. They're full of shit. But what, if someone says it to me, what do I say back to him? And then he like went through it all. I was like, oh, that actually makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so I see on your online there You've asked for three blokes To go through a bit of a fucking transformation Have you found three blokes? Yeah, yeah So I had um, Generally my programs for 90 days um, And then nine times out of ten People keep continuing oh, yeah. um, But obviously one or two will drop off Because they've learned enough or whatever um, And then Yeah, so every time Like I've, I've sent myself like 20 That's all I want to work with at the moment Oh, sorry Yeah. 20 is who I want to work with at the moment just because I'm at uni and it's just flat sick. I don't want to yeah. go into head fuck again. Um, so, yeah, I'm at, what, 17 now, 16, 17? So I just reached out the other day. And yeah. And you think 20 is manageable? It is for now. Um, but once I finish uni, yeah, I'll be able to go. Just especially now working with this mentor, dude, like the systems that you can, yeah. like, make um, is just – Incredible! Like I, th those blokes have like sixty online clients. So I was like, how? The so sixty's manageable if you got that's your full time job. Full, yeah. I I look and I go, how the fuck are they doing sixty? But so when you cool. sorry when when you do a program, do you do it? So just say if you've got a program for this body type, that body type, this woman shape, this man shape, kind of thing. Do you just can you just have certain programs that you've come and put together? And just hand them to the people who have that body type and stature kind of thing? Or is each one of your programs specific to that person? Generally, so, again, Paz, he he referred me to this bloke that does, like, Excel spreadsheets. He's like a wizard on them. So, years ago, again, it goes back to boxing. I just put everything into it. And um, I, I, I made all these templates. So, there's templates of program. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, I don't know. Three days, two days, four days, five day programs. Um, there, there's a heap of templates, and then if someone inquires, we get on a call. We go through like talk about everything with injuries, pre existing conditions, goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You generally go right. Uh, that'll be good for this template, and then you like tweak it, tweak it. But at the end of the day, like the, the fundamentals is what what's key. Like yeah. you can do all this fancy shit. But it always comes back to the fundamentals. If you can't do like a squat, a push, a pull, a hinge, a unilateral work and some call, like you can't really like progress or you variate. Like once you get those fundamentals, then you do variations of those fundamentals, yeah. but it always goes back to those fundamentals. Yeah, right. 
It's like trying to make clothes. Like you never, you never fucking, you're not making up anything new. Nah, exactly. Like, that's it's perfect. a white tee with a little bit of print on it. Yeah. You just change a little bit of print. Yeah. Nah, like that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. yeah, you're not making anything new. Yeah, it's you're just reinventing the wheel. Nah, exactly. That's great. And then, yeah, the results are there. It works for fucking, you know, forever. Exactly. Oh, 100%. Nothing's changed over the years. Like, all, all the research is the same. Like, obviously, there's little, like, things here and there that have changed, but it's all the fundamentals. Like you said before, you're not inventing anything new. You just... Yeah. Tweaking like it up, tweaking it up for a certain. Pit. They might have a, I don't know, an ACL injury, so right, they can't do a fucking I don't know Bulgarian split squat because they'll pop their knee. But like there is variations and everything that you can do for it. Mm. So what about uh, <coughs> like fad diets like keto and all the rest of it? Fucking keto. What do you reckon? Well, obviously not good of them. Um, look, at the end of the day, everyone wants to be attached to something. Yeah. Um, that's why everyone goes into these challenges, like the F45 challenges, the CrossFit stuff, CrossFit challenges, like the CrossFit, like six weeks challenges, all that stuff. It's, it's good. It's getting people moving. It's getting them losing weight, getting strong, whatever. But it's just because people want to attach themselves to something. Yeah. Do you find it's more of a, like a, they want, like, like they've got to be driven for it. Like, mm. uh, they need something to be strict on. Like they need yeah, it for discipline wise. Do you yeah. need, like, I'm doing six weeks so I'm going to stay off the piss I'm going to eat this for six weeks Like with a keto diet Like oh no I can't do that Because I'm on keto It gives yeah, them that bit of structure yeah. Is that is that more what you think it is? Yeah 100% And a big thing I always say to people Because they see my Instagram They go oh you fuck You, you just take the piss out of keto You take the piss out of 45 CrossFit I'm like yeah Because you got to be entertaining to sell mm. At the end of the day it, It's funny bruv Like Probably fifty percent of my clients come to me, and they were they were on keto or they were doing CrossFit, and they still do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But I always say to them, I just I just teach you the fundamentals and the principles, yep. and then you can do whatever the hell you want with it. Yeah, that's it. Like you know, you, I, can, I can go for a five k run. I've been told what to do, but if I don't do it, you're not going to get the results. That's yeah, it. yeah. At the end of the day, you can do whatever the hell you want if you can be consistent with it and be adherent to all of it. It's going to work. Yeah. That's what like CrossFit. I bag out CrossFit all the time. One, because 90% of the coaches don't know what the fuck they're doing and the technique is horrible and they can get injured. But the 10%, they're really good at what they do and they're incredible athletes. Yeah. Um, but why Chris, CrossFit works, one, you like it's it's just the challenge, like it's hard. Mm. Um, I can't remember where I read it, but there was somewhere, it was in a book, you you got to go through pain to actually um, like get the results type of thing, like to feel mm. good about it. It's called something, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they, oh, where was it going? I don't know. You're telling the fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, with CrossFit, they you got to go through pain to get the results, but they're also in a good community. They love being in a community. Like, CrossFit community is unbelievable. Um, and that's why, like, I don't hate CrossFit. I just tell people why it might not be good for you. It's not good for a middle-aged woman that's overweight. Yeah, yeah like, that's right. It could be like for us if we enjoy it, yeah. If, but I, no, I wouldn't fucking do it. It just gives you that structure. Like I've got to be here this time for this amount of time, and you got people to go with instead of dragging your own ass down the gym exactly. when you don't yeah. feel like it. You got accountability partners, yeah. and everyone has fun. It's the same about forty-five. Like fuck me, it's just forty-five minutes like hip workout. That's all it is. Yeah, that's why they've gone so well because they've put a community in it. They've attached it to some of it. Now they've got, uh, uh, yeah, they've just that's why it's so good. Yeah, right. Mm. So what's uh what's next for you, bro? What's in the plans? Oh, get through uni. Yeah. Um Do you reckon you'll just cruise through now? You got it got it pretty much down, you'll get there? Yeah, now I've went completely online. It's a lot 
it's a, I wouldn't say easier, but it's just a lot more um, accessible. Ex- yeah, it's just I can do it now. Whereas when I was working at Wellfit, again, you, you'd start in the morning. If I had a one client, it's a thir- for thirty minutes. It could be five thirty a.m. Mm. So I go there five thirty a.m. six a.m. Then I could stay there and train and have recce and then get into uni work, but it just it just breaks everything up. So you get fuck all done, and then it gets to about one o'clock where you finally like right. I'll start uni work. Then you've got to be back in there for three o'clock. Now with online, like I don't leave my room. Like I stay in there all day. Mm. And I, I always said to myself, I'd never work in an office job. Yeah. Um. But two weeks ago, I was like, fuck, I need to deck me. <laughs> I need to get an office. I need an office. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fucking office man now. Like I need some serious like desks. And because at the moment I've got this shitty desk that um, my missus has got. It's got like paint everywhere over it. And I'm just sitting there in a shit chair and. Mm. Yeah, but net. What's next? Finish uni, start EP work. Um, yeah, and that's it, I guess. And just yeah. continue what I'm doing. Like my life at the moment, my lifestyle, and what I've got. I fuck. I I love it. Like mm. there's nothing I would change. Mm. Like you can give me any type more money to change what I'm doing yeah. now. Like mm. I'm, I do. If I had two million dollars tomorrow. Nothing Same thing yeah. I'd probably just move out Of the place I am Because I don't like it <laughs> But It's yeah not, Nothing to change I'd still have the old Toyota Because it's reliable <laughs> I'd still live in Fuck Cook that City. mate Get it tried <laughs> <laughs> But yeah not, Nothing will change Like Yeah I, I just keep doing What I'm doing And we're coming into summer now too, so we're rolling into that. Lovely yeah, today everybody oh. work on them base coats because <laughs> yeah, summer's on the way, baby. All right, bro. Well, thanks for coming in today. Yep. Really appreciate nah, it. Ah, appreciate it, time. And really so thanks, Sage Mick, legend. This podcast brought to you by Sage Painting. www.sagepainting.com.au for all your painting needs in the Newcastle Lake Macquarie area. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call and we'll, we'll paint it up for you there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That was good. Eh?